You're listening to the Gen Z Broadcasting System. You're listening to 40 Something Podcast with Valley in the Vig. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Valley and the Vig. 40 Something Podcast. We are back, episode 50, friggin' 7, Vig. How is this possible? Mowing them down one by one. Back again for another mid-May episode. Big news out of Colorado. And we were supposed to have a guest on today, and we're still waiting on our guest. But big news out of Colorado. Vig, do you want to hit us with the big news about Red Rocks Amphitheater is? So announcing this morning, Red Rocks Amphitheater will be at full capacity starting June 21st. So that means 9,500 people can be put into those places. That means all the parrot heads will be back. The cheese heads will be back. Um, looking to get that some of that same schedule from last summer put back into place. Um, does kind of seem weird. I have to admit, it was June 21st, and that just happens to be the third night of Humphreys. So is the first two nights not full capacity for Humphreys? And then the third night is, uh, if anybody, if anybody's like a little bit closer to the scene, uh, definitely email us at valleyvig08 gmail.com. Give us a scoop for Humphreys, but, uh, going forward for some of these major, major acts like Jimmy Buffett, um, blues traveler, that will be that full, full capacity at 9,500. So get ready to smell your neighbor in Red Rocks. Uh, I know everybody always talks about that. You can usually smell your neighbor around there. You're packed on top of each other checking out the show because you know, uh, we're back. Especially cheese fans. They're foul-smelling group of people. Cheese fans, I have to admit, and it definitely was very specific to Red Rocks, was how to claim your space with a tarp. Lay the tarp down over that part of the seats, and that means that that's your space. And somehow that became like the, how the thing was. And you, you couldn't just sit on somebody's tarp. And then that was in the fish scene too, to how to get the front row at Dick's, put your tarp down. And then actually it ended up happen, happening that there was a fist fight at, uh, at the fish run, I believe it was 2018. Um, but it might've been 2019. What happened at the fish fight? Do you know the details? This was at Dick's Sporting Goods Arena during their three night run um, up towards the front of the stage, actually the very front. Um, you, they would lay tarps down to claim their space. Well, people like stood over the tarps and was just like, whatever, that's whatever. So you got a tarp. That doesn't mean the space is yours. I paid my ticket to get in. I have a floor ticket. I'm coming down here. There's space. This doesn't mean, this isn't like uh this isn't like, you know, when you snubble, shovel out your uh, parking space in Allentown and you put that freaking garbage can there. So that we, this isn't how that works. So there was a, there was a confrontation and, 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 a, and some punches were thrown. Um, fish fans don't fuck around, man. You can get a dirty fish fan. There's some, they're the dirty, they're as dirty. Your dirty fish fans are as dirty as any group on the jam band scene. Your dirty fish fans, there's a big, you know, big Venn diagram of fish fans and disco biscuit fans. Sure. That was like a uh, part of the whole gorge when there was an incident that went down with the nitrous mafia. So that's right. uh, Very bad people. Just kidding. So we're super excited. Full, full, uh, full capacity. I know. Way to pull out of that one, Vic. Uh, Anyway, full capacity. Perfect. At Red Rocks, 
for the summer of 2021. I, I use that as a as a as a as a point to know that we are officially back. Once it was going to be like shows at Red Rocks at full capacity. That's how I knew we were we were we had this shit in the rearview mirror. We're on the we're on we're behind the scenes on that. It actually could have kind of bring us into our next segment here. Is just like. Holy shit, it's stuff a clusterfuck right now. What do you wear a mask? Can you do you wear a mask? Mask off, mask on. I'm in this place. This place, these people, they don't care. This place, oh my gosh, you better put your mask back on. I got I got a bunch of workers here. I haven't been vaccinated yet. You know, so so the CDC drops the mask mandate and states one by one are dropping them and and people are saying it's too soon. And then like, so some places are gonna be a mask, some places aren't gonna be masked. Um, I'm really waiting for all this to filter out because, boy, they kind of made a mess of things real quick going into the summer. Yeah, I mean, in fact, my our local grocery store, uh, the first place I've seen that has taken off the mask restriction, my grocery store, nobody's, none of the workers, or at least half of them were not wearing masks. So I took mine off. I'm inoculated. And I think we're talking about it. I was a big mask person when this all started, and I think it was needed until things got under control. But now I'm kind of with you, man. I think it's time to open up and let's start spreading and seeing our smiling faces a little bit because I think, but there's these liberals who are holding on like the, this weird, what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost like Stockholm syndrome. It really is. Well, it's, it's like, oh no, we got to keep our masks on. It's not safe yet, but it is. Well, well that's just. People that people, some people are not vaccinated yet. And it's just like, how do you know who's vaccinated and who's not? It's like, well, that, that's a whole lot of not my problem at this point. Yeah, a whole I'm, lot of I not my problem. Yeah, I, dude, exactly. I'm inoculated. I'm ready to go. I did what I needed to do as a citizen. I'm, I'm microchipped by Bill Gates now. It doesn't matter. So what, what are you going to do? I mean, I was just in a plane the other day where they turned the whole fucking thing around on the runway because somebody wasn't wearing a mask. He's like, how long is this going to? keep going into the summer now if you're inoculated you should be fine without wearing a mask okay so just take it off and if people's like you got to put a mask on you say here's my vaccine card you're so quick to say put a mask on but you don't you don't want to ask for my vaccine card. you don't want to get involved with that right well i mean it's going to be starting to be coming like i'm going to take my business elsewhere but i have everything delivered anyway I'm with you. I'm with you. So we're having some technical difficult. I'm with you. The mask thing is getting over. We are having some technical difficulties. So we're trying to bring the whiz on John Heller. If you know about him, he is an avid concert goer and I have him on, on, on Facebook right now. If we could see him. Can you see him pretty good, Vig? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear the Vig? Okay. Whiz. I really can't. This is upsetting that Zoom's giving me a hard time. Well, you know what's good? You only live 10 minutes away, so you can come on the you can come over to the Duddy to I don't know who Duddy is. You can come over to Silicon Steve Valley's house and do the interview live. All right, we'll see you soon. And me and Vig will continue the show since you're late and can't figure it. No, I'm kidding. We're guys, we're gonna have the whiz on. We're having some technical difficulty. I'm excited. Whiz, we'll see you soon. Just come right on to the backyard. See you guys in a few minutes. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. We're going to have the Wiz on. He is coming here. We're going to have him live in studio. It was weird how he joined the, that Zoom, but he didn't. He couldn't join our Zoom. No, no, no. That was a FaceTime. I wanted, oh. I wanted to fix the situation. I don't think it's his fault. I think he's trying. Oh. 
So, but let's get some background on the Wiz. So I, we're with you on the mask, but Red Rocks is, and we're going to talk about that with the Wiz, but Red Rocks is exploding. That means a lot of other dominoes are going to start falling. Live music is coming back. We're going to be able to do nitrous in the parking lots again and find really bad drugs for us to do and fuck our organs up. And it'll be the best time of your life. <sighs> The bat sauce are back. <laughs> but the, the the Wiz, let's get into the Wiz a little bit. Let's get him. We can talk about him a little bit before he comes on air. The Wiz has, has been a, how long have we been friends with the Wiz collectively? You're definitely longer. You're probably a good eight years or nine years longer. Yeah. How long have you been friends with the Wiz? So, I mean, I really have known him since 2002, but uh, really didn't officially be, start becoming friends until about 07. And he loves music about as anybody else as I've ever seen. More than us. I would go so far to say more than us even. At least he, yeah. his knowledge certainly is of such. And there's not many people who probably need live music more than The Wiz right now. He's had a rough go at it. We're not going to get too much into his personal life, but he's had a rough go at it the last year. And so I think this time of this reopening and this rebirth is something that's really big for him. And I know he's super psyched. He's going to Peach. He's doing at least cheese in Colorado. And he's also planning on doing string cheese in Jamaica. So the Wiz is ready to ride. Wiz, a little bit. He had a nice run on Honest Travis's jerk off bar i forget the real name of it um but anyways the jerk off bar we'll call it, we'll call it. sure so you just let people know what that was though it was a bar that started during lockdown on facebook where everybody could join because they were stuck in their houses nothing that we knew what to do everything was shut down so they joined this bar on facebook and wiz was doing a show in this bar um kind of almost a performance type show where oh, yeah yeah big following too yeah for facebook you know it depends on your you know what your deal is so this is going to be his kind of his first time now he's been you know dealing with a lot of personal issues and so what have you but i had an interesting conversation with him yesterday and we're going to get into it a little bit later in the show when he comes in but he i've invited this guy on the show if everyone remembers we were supposed to have him for the some kind of jam thing we were supposed to have him on a couple other different times and he was he was accusing me of blowing smoke up his ass, Vig. How many times have we tried to have this guy on? Jeez. So, so we're finally making it happen, brother. Are you excited? Talking about some festies with your besties here on 40-something podcast with Valley and the Vig? Sure, this sounds great. I mean, what better time to do it when everything is now starting to come back, rising from the ashes, and uh, away we go into the summer 2021. It's going to be like whiplash. We're going to go from like one point to the next, zero to 60 here in uh, seconds. We got to get 42 episodes in in three months, folks. So that is going to be a little bit challenging, and it's going to be a little bit, let's see, we've done 57 episodes by mid-May. So we're going to have to kind of maintain the pace despite careers and life and such. But we're going to do it because Chillicothe, Illinois, which we're going to talk about a lot today, Summer Camp Music Festival, that is definitely back. Now all the news with Red Rocks, the news with Peach Music Festival, which announced it is full blast in Pennsylvania. Things are opening up. I'm excited, and it's a beautiful day in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. How's it in, in Colorado? The birds are singing. The snow is gone and springtime is here and the mountain song is buzzing in my ear. So you're out here. We, we have a 
storms that have been a couple of days, it's been groggy and rainy. And this usually happens in May, uh, leading up to what ends up being a brilliantly warm and sunny summer. Um, getting out of the drought here, most of the counties in at least the Denver area are out of the drought. Um, so that's been good. So that's one thing to combat the glum that kind of calls kind of a dark cloud that is hanging over the area here the last few days. And uh, that's enough to make you feel like uh, they give you that Kurt Cobain kind of uh, grunge, you know, scene where you're just kind of feeling down and glum and uh, the, the, the skies are thick with a cloud. But uh, I'm really starting to feel that, uh, this is going to be not, you know, not not a, uh, uh, a way the summer has been in the past here in Colorado, but it's going to be a lot like it. And it could actually end up being a lot better because you won't have uh, quite as much, um, you know, what they used to call the, they used to call the New Yorkers that moved to East and Betty's. You know, then I would say like the Californians, Betty's, yeah. that moved, the Californians that have moved to Colorado, you know, they, they don't quite have a name for them yet, but, you know, maybe um, we won't have so much foot traffic here. Uh, but we probably will. Well, Colorado, it's interesting. Colorado, when I've driven there, it is a potpourri, a booyah base, as Vig likes to say, a booyah base of driving insanity. But uh, that's all good. So the first on the agenda, so we're going to be covering two festivals. We're going to be doing a 100th episode, and both of us will be there in person for mo- Summer Camp Music Festival in Chillicothe, Illinois. But we first turn our attention to Peach Music Festival in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So Peach Festival has been, uh, you know, at the, the Montage uh, Montage Mountain in the last few years. I don't know how many years uh, in a row this has been, but um, it was on hold uh, for this summer so far, canceled last summer, um, and now is going to be back. And that is going to be Thursday, July 1st through the 4th. Uh, fire, fireworks are going to be every night with this. Uh, so this is at Montage Mountain up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, this one has an, has always had a very, very good lineup. And um, it seems like that's going to be the, the case here again. Another sick lineup. Um, Absolutely. Cheese so, a couple nights. we got cheese. Cheese. Which we are Russo's. big proponents of. Two sets of Joe Russo's Almost Dead, J-Rad, String Cheese of Two Sets of Them, Oyster Head, uh, Umbrace That's McGee, the big one. Mo, Pigeons Playing Ping Pong, uh, Turquoise Twiddled, Dark Star Orchestra, uh, Doom Flamingo, back against uh, Spafford, Dopapod, Keller Williams, uh, Andy Frasco, Talk Aqueous. Um, well, you could get the this, rest of them. Yeah, this, this looks just as good as Summer Camp, actually. Um, and will be the first through the fourth. So it really depends on what part of the area you're in. If you're mostly a Northeast type person, this would probably be a better festival for you logistically. If you're, you know, kind of a Kansas City type head uh, or, you know, in the South, then maybe uh, you'd want to lean towards the summer camp in Chillicothe, Illinois. It's going to be, we're going to get into it a little bit more when the whiz gets here, but I'll tell you what, the, the lineup is never the issue with peach, never the issue with peach. Their lineup is always ridiculous, but the problem with peaches, and by the way, it has a, a water park too, if you're not familiar and, but typically the water park's a little gamey by Saturday morning. So you want to get, you want to get into the water park Friday, the latest, and then you start feeling like just hippie eels swimming around your feet. It's really fun. I see. Yeah, I'm sure it probably has a few things floating in there. 
Just a bunch of dirty scumbags. No, I'm kidding. I'm one of them. That's why I could say that. But logistically, it's not good. So if you need to see a show, say the headliner's playing. Even if you're an RV camping, even if you have the best camping, the closest camping ever, if you go into the main stage, it's a 45-minute to an hour trek, maybe a half hour if you're really hoofing it. So it is a little bit of a chore. And if it rains, you're camped on a mountain. And you better hope you get a good spot because your spot, depending on what time you get there, but also depends on how quickly you can get on a bus to check to drive your ass up to the mountain. I mean, it is a shit show getting in. It really is. And it's a shit show if there's bad weather from a logistic standpoint. That's why I'm proudly going to summer camp. I will be doing both probably at least a little while, but definitely summer camp. Logistically, you could be at the farthest end of one part of the festival to the other. And you're getting to the main stage in 20 minutes. And it's all flat. Everything. That's why logistically summer camp beats the living piss at a Peach Music Festival. They're both around the same side. Peach might do better here and there depending on the year. If widespread's headlining, then summer camp will have a better year. <laughs> from, a, from a statistical standpoint. So I never, I never realized how close to the Illinois River uh, the festival grounds are for summer camp, Three Sisters Park. It's, it's, a, it's really great. And also, it's just cool because when you go in there, it's not like you're going into. If you go to, say, if you've ever been to Suwanee, or you go to Horning's Hideout, or you go to any other festival areas, even uh, High Sierra. It's usually a little bit of a thing to park and get to your 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 deal. You go into uh, that's if you have you don't unless you have car camping, which a lot of festivals do, but a lot of festivals don't. Summer camp does not unless you have RV. But summer camp, it's not really that pain of a dick to get your shit in there. It's like a quick walk, and then you can kind of camp. About 100 yards in, you can camp wherever the hell you want. And if you're VIP, everything's right there. It's really easy. So that's the big advantage over summer camp. Also, from a national perspective, Illinois is probably a little easier to get to for our West Coast fans. Sure. It's historically become a very popular festival for people residing in Colorado or transplants who were elsewhere in the Midwest and went to Colorado and now go out for that festival, go, go back east for that festival. Yeah, I think summer camp is going to do a little better than Peach this year in terms of gross because by the time summer camp pulls around and my dog's, Zoe, stop it, Zoe, stop it. Oh, I pro, oh, Jesus. And so we are, and so then guess what? We have our guest. <laughs> the list. I just don't want to get sued there. I got to cut it. You're going to be wanting more eight seconds, right? But yes, the Wiz has joined us. So uh, we've been we've been kind of hyping him up the whole time here uh, on the Forty Somethings podcast. I don't think he's even realized it. So if you have been listening to some of the episodes in the past, you know that we've been waiting to get the Wiz on the show for quite a while, and he's joining us for episode number fifty-seven. And if you aren't familiar with The Wiz, he is actually a musical encyclopedia and really is just an all-around great guy to have at a festival. I mean, he's a, he's a light of life. He's amazing. I have to be honest. This is better. This will be better down here, for sure. This so a lot better. Holy shit. That's a lot better. He won't piss on my floor. He's, you're going to clean up if he does. He does not piss in the house. Or shit. <laughs> All right, let's get this normal. All right. All right. All right. We are 
just kidding. We got the whiz right now, folks. So we finally got him. Can we get that music again, Vig? Oh, yeah. The whiz. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff there. Vig. All right, so we don't want to get sued here on the 47th. It's five seconds. Yeah. Some of our friends like to warn us that we can't. Play, but uh, I wouldn't even mention who that is. That's actually our friend uh, doing a baseline for us. So, okay, cool. yeah, I think it was whatever. So, so Wiz, we were just discussing summer camp, kind of discussing the logistics of summer camp and Peach Music Festival. Have you been to summer camp? I have not ever been to summer camp, unfortunately. I know you guys both have been to, to many of them and have told me how great they are. But, Vig, have you been to the Peach? No, I've not. Peach Festival, I have been to several of them, and it, it, they've done a nice job up there at, at Montage Mountain and turned it into a, a fun weekend, and, and they stack the lineup every year. Yeah. But we were talking about logistics, that, that the lineups are kind of at a par. You can give or take. This year, you might say even Peach has the advantage overall um, with Oysterhead's comeback. Right. Right. Or but logistically speaking, if all things are equal, and if even if it distance equal, I would say nine times out of ten, I would go summer camp because logistically you don't have to deal with the mountain. Okay, I understand that, but you don't, you know, you don't really technically have to deal with the mountain up there. Uh, if you know, you can walk the hills, get your exercise, of course, or you can just, you know, go up to the main parking lot and they run shuttles up to the other stage. That's true. How many times have you stayed on the mountain? I've never stayed on the mountain. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Vic, <laughs> do you hear this shit? I've done hotel life when I've gone to the beach. So this is so, okay. It. So unless you're going to do hotel life, if you had to be on the mountain, how would you feel about it? Well, I would make the best of it, obviously. I've heard it's it's rough terrain and there's rattlesnakes around in the campgrounds up there. So, you know, <laughs> I think hotel life isn't a bad choice to go to the peach fest. All right. I think hotel life is good if you're going to do a for, uh, going to do a festival in your 40s. Which, yeah, how about that? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. So here on the 40 Somethings podcast, we definitely like our live music. So we wanted to weigh in on exactly what uh, what you would take um, the best out of, like, say, Peach Festival, and uh, you know, and put it into like another festival like say Swanee because I know you've been at you've been to Swanee down in Florida and that has historically been a very popular one that goes on in the fall what is the one that really what brings them out there for that one is it the art or the, the performance art and the uh kind of a cultural aspect that they have there where they have um just a lot of face painting and things like that there is, is that what brings them out there in, Sw in Swanee or is it just more of the music you're talking Swanee well I think it's a little bit of both obviously as, as it always is in that in, in, the, in you know the string chief community mainly that's their festival um, yeah you know it's art it's music you know it's community it's, it's you know i, I, I yeah I what it says it inspires what i love about swanee it inspires more creation everyone yes. can be a creator yes everyone's a creator at swanee for sure and of course it's around halloween so everybody's in there you know awesome costume get up every night not just on halloween night you know it's like a it's like a dress up every night there and it was a, that's a beautiful festival and ironically we we talk about swanee uh i just saw today that the initial lineup was dropped for swanee today as well are you fucking kidding me this is breaking news it's breaking news and it, it's, who's in it and you know it, it's it's very similar to peach has has some of the same acts as peach obviously we got cheese three nights I, which is i famous. pulled it up I pulled it up right here. October, so October twenty eighth and thirty first. 
Spirit yeah. of Swanee Music Park is Swanee Halloween is back again. It's yeah. a little bit more of a fringe lineup. So you got String Cheese Incident, but then you got Skill Rex, My Morning Jacket, Leon Bridges, Kurungbin, Zed's Dead, J Rad, Bonobo, uh, Break Science, Turquoise. Turquoise will be doing some sort of special thing there. It's a yeah, featuring... with, with Jerry Harrison. They're doing the same thing at Pete. Okay. Remain in the light. Do you know yeah, a little they're... something about that? What, yeah, what's going on with that? The Talking Heads album. I, I imagine they're going to do the whole Talking Heads album with Jerry Harrison and somebody else, I believe, who's the other person on that big? Uh, Adrian. Um... Adrian Ballou. Okay. Yeah. For those who don't know, Jerry Harrison is the drummer or the guitar player talking about. He was the keyboard player. I thought that was Bernie Worrell. Bernie Worrell played both, I believe. Yeah. Oh, well, that's still cool then. I believe did. Double check that too. I don't think Harrison was a guitar player, but he could have been. Yeah, yes, he was. I thought he was the, yeah, I wasn't sure if he was him or the, or the drummer. Who, of course, was in the Tom Tom. Remember the Tom Tom Club? Yeah. What happened to them? Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, good question. Vic, remember the Tom Tom Club? I do. I, I understand that I, these blasts from the past are coming up. I had Buffalo Tom this morning. You guys remember Buffalo Tom? Oh, I remember uh, Buffalo Tom. Yeah, from Boston, and they did the soda jerk. So. <laughs> Jerry Harrison. Uh... Yeah, he's the guitar player. He's the weirdo guitar player. No, he's the keyboardist and guitar player. Yeah, he did both. He did both. Okay. Yeah, but he was, but he was, all right. So if you're watching, time out. If you're watching, stop making sense. Fourth guy out there. He's the fourth guy. He's the young looking dude with curly hair. And dances very, very feminine. (laughs) So... I mean, it's okay to dance feminine, so big, no, no matter who you are. So, so big. We're going to talk about now, big. How are you feeling about having the Wiz be our special correspondent at the Peach? I think it sounds like a great idea because that's I think what we're going to be really be we're going to be pivoting the Forty Somethings podcast uh, this summer as they hit the music festival scene now that everything is coming back. So you're going to be our correspondent at Peach. We're going to be doing a summer camp. I'm going to be a correspondent at Red Rocks if I can get in. I put in for the three-day passes for both Humphreys and Cheese, but I don't know if I'm going to get them or not. We'll see. Uh, well, I put in for that, too, so I may be joining you on site for that as well. All right. All right. So uh, it's we're going to make it a summer of summer of music. The summer of the return to live, as Live Nation has been quoting. Uh, the return sport, so. to our lives, basically. So, so Wiz, are you going to Jamaica? I heard there was a Jamaica situation possibly oh, happening. Yeah, there's, there's Jamaica happening in January. We'll see about that. They released some extra tickets today. Uh, you know, I, I chose to be on this and to jump on that. We'll see if that's supposed to happen. It'll it'll happen. Just for now, you know, looking at Peach and Red Rocks is what I have uh, penciled in. Who are you mostly looking forward to at the Peach Music Festival coming up? Well, uh, besides String Cheese, we know Big Cheesehead, folks. That's his band. That's his life. Literally named his dog after the mandolin player, Michael Kack. That is true. Um, I'm actually looking forward to a lot of it. Uh, you know, Humphreys, I haven't seen them in forever. Oh, he's uh, checking it all out. I haven't seen Mo in, in a long time either. And I really feel like these bands that have had this time off are going to come back with a vengeance, have lots of new great material. Uh, I'm looking forward to that from everybody. And another one that is on that 
that Pete's uh, schedule is Neil Francis. He put an album out called Changes in 2019. And that, that's one of my favorite albums. Brad Yakel uh, introduced me to that. Brad Yakel, another one of our great friends of the three of us here. Deep back to skydive, we had him on. First guest ever. Actually, no, sure. probably Williams. Okay. One of our first guests. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So anyway, so that's cool. So we, so you're in. So you're definitely our Peach Correspondent. You're in right now. You're committing to it on air. Yes, I'm committing to it on air. Lock me in, Peach Correspondent for the 40-something podcast. All right. It will be your one and only. Okay, because you, you said some words. And I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to bring something on the air that we talked about yesterday. I was, I was about to go to work, and we're going to talk about this a little bit so we can clear the air. Uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about, you said, quote, you're, are you just gonna blow more smoke up my ass? <laughs> wow. Have I now, Vig? Yes. You can enlighten us and tell us what's going on here, possibly, on the air, so we can so we can clear the air here. I didn't know there was air to be cleared. Oh, there's air to be clear. There's air to be clear. I mean, I, I feel like the air is pretty clear every day. So, so here, that's beautiful. I love it. So, have I not invited? So, you have said basically. I just blew smoke up your ass when I invite you on the show, correct? Well, I said that yesterday. Correct. All right. Now, do, now you, do you still feel that way? Well, now you invited me on the show today, and I'm presently right now on the show. So I will no longer accuse you of blowing smoke up my set ass. Did, did I not invite you on the show before? Cleared the air. He just cleared the air right there. I do not believe you actually officially invited me to the show. We did have a phone conversation about it, but I didn't hear it. We were promoting an entire segment of our show at some kind of jam featuring you. Well, some kind of jam, okay. See? Featuring the Wiz. Kang knows that. Kang does that. Big knows that. Well, some kind of jam, the circumstances I was currently in at that time, it wasn't. Yeah, but my point is. It wasn't doable for me at the time. But, but to say I blew smoke up your ass, is, you know, I think I, sh- I deserve an apology. I think Big deserves an apology. I think our listeners deserve an apology. All right, well, I apologize for that statement. Maybe not a now and now, since you've been on the show, you're gonna tell people what you're gonna do now since you've actually been on the show. What are you gonna do? <laughs> tell Vig, look, look Vig in the eye and tell Vig what you're finally gonna do now that you're on the show. I'm gonna listen to all of the podcasts that I've been whacking on. I will get caught up on. He's finally gonna listen to his dear friend show, Vig, because he's on. That's 56 podcasts that you have to listen to, and that is available on Spotify for anybody else who's interested. I, I definitely but, listen to it. Um, you know, I've heard some, not you know, I've heard some feedback from Big and, and about the show, and you know, it's all good. We're glad to have you. Now the air is cleared, in my opinion. I feel great. I feel healthy. I feel beautiful. That's the, good. The Vig and I are doing. We're on our trek to 100. So, Vig, who are you looking forward to the most at Summer Camp Music Festival? Gee, I really like how they did how Mo and Humphreys, the old classics there for that, uh, just do the three nights back and forth, and they kind of just up it. They just and then, and really historically, last few years, Mo has been really good at that festival. So, Kang, by the way, the dog we were talking about before, just jumped on my bed. That's what he does. He's checking, and he's having sex with my wife. God damn it again! He is checking out the place. This is Vig didn't like that. I'll, I'll edit that out, Vig. This is new stuff, right? So it's another new adventure for for. No, but to Vig's point, though, let's go back to that. To Vig's point, it is 
one of the favorite things about Humphreys, McGee, and Mo, there's a big Venn diagram that kind of fits over there, and they're two fans, your two backgrounds. Friendly rivalry, but overall, and you get five hours, especially Saturday night, which I think you alluded to, five hours straight of just Humphreys or Mo, like left, right, left, right. And both bands usually bring the pain those nights because they're kind of competing with each other, which is kind of cool. I'm getting caught up on the schedule now, guys. I got a minute. I'm a little uh, behind. No problem. So, oh, Billy Strings is there as well. I really like. Oh, that's the lineup's great. So, I really like Billy Strings. So, just even as we speak, we're doing the show now. Humphreys McGee sends an email out to your their mailing list. They have announced the summer tour for 2021. More breaking news! Holy shit! Starting at Red Rocks. Brand new Tuesday. All right, big. Give us the give us the deets, big. So that would be Summer Tour 2021. Humphreys McGee starts out at Red Rocks on June 18th, 19th, and 20th. June 25th and 26th at Apple Valley Park in Lafayette, New York. Levon Helm Studios in Woodstock on the 27th. Frederick, Maryland, that's going to be at the Frederick Fairgrounds. Two nights there, June 29th and 30th. Uh, I, won't, I won't go through the entire tour, but it seems to be a little different. Uh, they're going to be playing the Caverns outdoor amphitheater in Pendlum, Tennessee. Um, and then they're going to be at Northlands at Swan, Swansea, Northampton. Or I'm sorry, New Hampshire. That's Swansea, New Hampshire, New Hampshire, and the Greenfield Lake Amphitheater in Wilmington, North Carolina. That's on August 5th. Um, just some odd, some odd um, you know, some odd places to play. Some new, some new places to play this summer and a little bit more of a smaller tour, but it, it is all, it's all just starting to roll it's all just starting to happen now, right on the right on the the actual episode of the Forty Sons podcast, episode fifty seven. Yeah, no, absolutely. You have a situation where it's weird. We're having this day. We're having the whiz on. It's almost like it's fate. It, things are popping, folks. We might have. We're not might. We are going to have live music this <laughs> summer. And Kang's excited. The big three hundred pound dog in my house right now is excited. He's only one hundred and one pounds for the you know for the for the listeners who are wondering. <sighs> 101 he's more firm and and so yeah everything looks really exciting this is a great day this is actually we should come up with a name of this kind of day this day the day the day the music the, the day the music dropped maybe or what the, do you think big the day the music hey, that works the day the, the, day the music the day the music dropped <laughs> the day the music lived he said it died the day the music, yeah, I mean, the, the, the day I spend $3,000 on concerts. The rebirth of music. I'm excited. I actually think I, I remember this day last year that I was, like, collapsing pretty much. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's all falling apart. Like, everything's getting canceled. I'd been laid off at Ticketmaster. There's nothing going on. Whole summer fell apart. Now it's coming back this year. One year later. Yep. And it's in full systems go, everybody. But let's be safer. Let's be kinder. And let's live our best selves. Because I think we all had an opportunity to learn a lot of things through this pandemic. And the question is, Vig, what do we always tell them? What are the options? So you have two paths. Two paths. You can take the path of fear and blame. Or you can take the path of the conscious creator. Which path are you going to take? Because it's kind of obvious when you start hearing that. But it's weird because I feel that a lot of people took the other path for some time period and then went over on the other path. But I feel if you take the conscious creator route, that'll be the route to be able to be to rebirth and then to, to, to spawn into a new life on the other side of this. 
Yeah. That is that is spoken very well, and I agree with that one hundred percent. So, Wiz, what are you? So, what else is going on with you in terms of live music? In terms of your planning and travel, we what are you planning to do the next several months with yourself? Well, What's going on? Because we're gonna we're gonna see how how things uh, play out here with with dates, and like I said, I'm planning the uh, Red Rocks trip uh, for the middle of July, and. Uh, Peach Fest is Fourth of July weekend, so looks like July is going to be my my busy month. I'm trying to, uh, you know, get the get the bearings straight here and kind of figure out uh, where the path is gonna gonna take me, so to speak. Any goals, like in terms of who you're going to see traveling? Are you going to try to go out of the state other than Colorado? I I would like to see. Uh, yeah, if, if I if I have the time and can make it happen, I would definitely like to get down to Albuquerque and visit. Uh, Kyle, Kyle and Kristen Decker for sure. Uh, haven't seen them in a long time. Obviously, Vig, Brad, Julie out in Colorado. All right. Those, those would be the goals for good stuff, man. For this summer. Yeah. Well, there's always good things. That's awesome. I'm really glad you came on. So yeah, guys, the Wiz, and he's gonna be really excited. He's gonna have some great times, probably with the Vig. The Vig and he will do a couple shows, maybe some of the string cheese shows that might happen. Vig's going to be sure. doing it anyway. Vig's going to be doing some shows for Mumphreys. Are you excited, Vig, for this new role? I tell you, it is fun. Tell you what, it's it. You know, and even historically doing these podcasts, even through some of the darker points of the last year, uh, it was really uh, really great to just be able to express ourselves. And uh, as we kind of grow the listenership here, um, I think that this 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 point this summer will be pivotal and you know with these music with the music scene coming back and these music festivals that we'll be covering i, I feel like it'll be a chance to to grow a base um of, of people who are into what we're into and they like to, to talk about the things that we like to talk about they're in sort of the same age range as we are when say 40 something but you know getting there and you know the, we're, we're the zennials the ones that uh you know from like 77 above and, uh, you know, it would be cool to, to create something. And I think the springboard will be this summer. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. 40 is a new 20. I feel big. I feel uh, really rejuvenated and ready to, ready to go here now that uh, I'm about to turn 41 here in the next two weeks or so. But yeah, come and see, I swear. Number 41. Um, but yeah. Um, come and see. You know, as far as we were talking. You know, we were talking about uh, the music festivals and stuff, and I, I know I've shared some stuff with you guys. I created a Peach Festival playlist of just every uh, artist performing at Peach on Spotify. And where can you get these for the, on Spotify? All for, these playlists? The, for the listeners out there, you can follow me, uh, Jonathan Heller, and I will create a playlist for also Summer Camp, and I will do it now for Swanee as well. And you can look at that on information on that. If you post in it, you can certainly post it on our Facebook, Instagram, and all that. So we're super excited to have the Wiz back in the swing of things, back in live music swing of things. And yeah. they, I, hear those, I hear those playlists are fire, by the way. So check them out. I'm going to jump on them uh, these, yeah. next, these next couple of days. I've heard that uh, that your playlists are really good. There's some cheese ones on there. I even split up the cheese ones to like Billy Nurse's songs, Michael Kang songs, Kyle songs. I did a Kyle one with cheese and Kyle band songs on them. Um, I did one, a massive one called jam on it's over 40 hours of music. Just put that sucker on random. And you know, what kind of things are on the jam on jam on's got a little bit of everything jam on. So give us a few bands. 
Like fish, got, cheese, fish, all, the, all, the, all the basics? All the heavy hitters. Ch- fish, cheese, Humphreys, Mo, Grateful Dead. Dark you know, Dark Star's even on there. I got uh, J-Rad's on there. You know, you name it. They're on there. Yonder's on there. Perfect. Well, we're going to check that out. And we're going to certainly talk to you more as the live music continues to open up. So thanks for joining us in the 40-something podcast. And we got another listener out of it, Vig. How about that? Yeah. That's always good. I think they've been kind of going up and up over week after week. So, you know, what's it, what's another one to add to the pile? You never know. It could be a lifer. Yeah. It could be a lifer. And thanks guys for having me on today. It was a pleasure to join you guys finally. And, uh, I will, uh, definitely look forward to being a part of this, you know, every time, every time forward, is that what we're going to do it? No, you're not going to be on the show. Okay, to forward. No, it's Valley in the Vig. We, okay, yeah, okay. you know what it is? It's just, just, a, just, just, just a little guest appearance here and there. The merchandising. And we, we already invested too much in the merchandising of Valley in the Vig. Right. So it would just be weird, but you maybe. can always be a correspondent. Okay, and true. then maybe you can have your own t-shirt. Right. Well, yeah, I could be a correspondent. Whatever. We'll see how it all works out. Let's just say that I'm here to to help you guys chat about whatever you want to chat about. I'm I'm some intelligent conversation as you guys are as well, and I believe our listeners are as well. Oh my God, they're brilliant. Yeah. Our average IQ for our listener and dem- demographically speaking, Vig, and I don't know if you know this is a uh, 197. Very very smart group of people. That's awesome. I didn't know well, you could pull that kind of information up on me. Uh, don't, don't worry about that. Spotify is amazing. Spotify, Spotify analytics. Is, is, Spotify is spot on. Give it up for the for the whiz, Vig. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, that was it. We want to thank Kelly Williams for sharing our, our sound study with us today. And check our next episode. We're going to talk about all the crazy stuff going in the cryptocurrency with... Tales from the Crypto Keeper. I think I think our producer. I think she has a better studio than we do, and we didn't. Eat, and that's been like that the whole time. I mean, clearly, instead of dogs, now I have a beautiful Heller playing keyboards to talk, play us away. And so we're going to leave you guys with the whiz, and we're going to leave you with this. Play us out. Play us out, whiz. Badass. I'm feeling good. We're trekking to 100. This is actually episode 57. We're saying goodbye from 40 something podcast. We'll see you when we talk tales from the crypt keep crypto keeper. Vig, what do you little preview? What do we got going on in the next episode of 40 something podcast with Valley and the Vig? Well, we're gonna dip a little bit more into the crypto sphere and the volatile changes that went on and uh you know, start making you really start thinking, do, you, do I want to be involved in something like this? And, uh, you know, we had tweets by Elon Musk and Janet Yellen and all we're all over the place. So it's going to be uh, a crazy world probably within that sphere. We'll be talking about that uh, as we start to get into the summer again. And that episode is going to drop just in a few hours. So please check it out. That'll be episode 58 here on... 40-something podcast with Valley and the Vig. <laughs>